welcome to another episode of the Soul Circle Podcast. I am your host, Jennifer Beltoff, and I am so grateful to have you here with me today. Thank you for joining. This podcast is all about sharing stories from the heart so that you know, recognize, and my goodness, truly realize you're not alone, which is why I also created a community space that we are gathering in. And I would love to have you pop on over and say hello. You can learn more about it in the link below or on my website, jenniferbeltoff.com. Now let's dive in to this week's episode, shall we? This week I wanted to talk about doing something for the sake of nothing but pure joy. Because just take a moment and think about it. When was the last time you did something not looking for a particular outcome, not hoping that you were creating something that could be shared, but just doing it for your own personal pleasure. And if it's taking you a long time to think of when, know that you are not alone. We are so conditioned, I feel, to be producing, to be constantly improving, to be just I don't know, in this kind of productivity phase. And ah, oh, it's exhausting, right? It is absolutely exhausting to have to always be on, to have to always be doing something for a reason. When we really need to just kind of slow down, step back, and do something for the pure enjoyment of it. And the one thing that comes to mind is something that Dustin and I really got into during the pandemic back in 2020 when we were staying home and really spending a lot more time in our backyard. And it was wonderful because we would be back there, you know, every so often. But when we really had nowhere to go, we spent so much time back there. And we had always been feeding the birds before and had a bird feeder, but never much paid too much attention to it until that summer when we were sitting back there watching the birds fly in, watching the way they interacted with each other. We actually began giving some of the birds names and creating little stories about them. And it was so much fun to do. And now when I walk past my window, because it's freezing here, <laughs> and I look outside and I see them, I'll pause. And I'll take a moment to just watch the birds do what they do. And I'm not doing it for any particular reason except for my own personal enjoyment. And it's wonderful. And that tiny little moment, that tiny pocket of time that I take observing them and creating stories about them and just watching them, fills me up and it brings me joy. And we need more of this in our life because it is what fuels us. It is what keeps us going. Every Sunday, I will take some time to sit down with my planner and I started a whole new system trying something new this year. I'll let you know how I, how I enjoy it. I'm only on the second week of it, so I don't want to, you know, say I love it when it's really brand new. But I'll sit down and I'll plan out the week ahead, looking at 
what I have coming up, looking at what work meetings I have, seeing, you know, what are those things that I must get done this week? And I put them down, put them down in a calendar and make also like this giant to-do list of other things that might not particularly get done this week, but I know like I eventually want to get done. And every single thing on that list is really associated with productivity. None of it is like, oh, take time to watch the birds, go for a walk, spend time outside. None of it is the self-care kind of things. It's all, nope, must get this done. And I never really noticed or paid much attention to that until I was sitting down and writing my list this week and thinking, wait a minute here. Yeah, of course, all of these things eventually, and some of them are definitely going to take a lot longer to be tended to than others. They do need to get done. But what also needs to happen in my life for me to feel good and wonderful is play, is joy, is connection. And all of that is missing from this to-do list. Why isn't that a part of my to-do list? So I added it, right? We need to remember we have the control of this list that we're keeping. And we can put on there what we want or what we don't. We can put on there what we know we really need. And so knowing, like deep in my heart, I need these certain things. And maybe having them written down will remind me to do them. I have meetings, right, scheduled on my calendar. I have to show up for those meetings, and I do. But I don't have any time carved out on my calendar for showing up for me. And maybe that's what I need. Maybe I need to carve out that time and say, you know what, this block, this 10 minutes is mine. And if somebody comes to me and says, oh, I need, I need this at this time, or can we go here at this time? I need to really kind of maintain my own boundaries and say, nope, this, this is my time. I can go after, I can go before, but not during this particular chunk of time. I'm busy. I am busy. And they don't need to know that I'm busy doing something just for me. That's my own, my own deal, my own thing. And I really think it's important for us to kind of step back, to look at how much we're doing, how much we're putting out there, and how little of that is really for our own personal pleasure. Take a moment just right here, right now, and think of what are some of those things for you? What are those little things that you would want to do just for the pure joy of doing them? Not because you're going to gain anything from it, not because you're creating anything or producing, but you want to do it because you enjoy it. What are those things for you? And this little list that you pull together is going to look so different for every one of us. And that is what is beautiful and amazing because we all have different interests and different things that are sparking and igniting us. For me, watching the birds definitely would be on my list. Love it. Really enjoy doing it. Reading a book. I uh, 
gosh, I don't carve out the time enough to do it. But I love reading. And reading just for the sake of reading, for pure joy. One of my favorite authors, Catherine Center, she talks a lot about that. About, of course, I mean, there are a ton of books out there where you can read to learn something. You can gain knowledge. You can grow. And all of that is amazing and wonderful. And I love those kind of books too. But sometimes I just want to read for the enjoyment of reading. And I find that I almost keep this enjoyment of reading to summertime. (laughs) Why? I, I really don't know. But that's when I'll pick out those books that are just pure fun. There's the only thing I'm gaining out of reading them is the joy of it. And so, yes, reading for joy. Another thing that I love doing that, again, not to create a masterpiece, not to have anything to hang up on the wall, but collaging. I have so much fun cutting pictures out of magazines, cutting words, and putting them all together on a piece of paper. And it's not because I want to hang it up somewhere or create art to sell. I just enjoy doing it. And even just looking at those three things, right? Watching the birds, reading, collaging. And thinking back, we'll even just say from the start of this year, how often have I given myself the time and the space to do these things? And it's very little. Very, very little. And that's so sad, right? So sad because they fill me up. And each of these three things, I can do them in small pockets of time, right? It's not like I need to carve out a huge chunk of time to be able to dive in and enjoy them. No. I can do them in small small chunks. It's not like these bigger things that I love that bring me enjoyment, like going on vacation. That's like a much more solid commitment, right? Something that I truly need to plan for. But these other things, gosh, I can, I can do them in between doing other things. And that's a way to kind of start integrating them in because they do deserve more time than that for sure because you love them. But it makes it more manageable when you think, oh, I don't need, to, I don't need an hour. I don't need a lot of setup to do this. Like I can just pull these magazines right out of my basket I have here and start cutting away. Grab my glue stick and start pacing them in. It's not a heavy commitment. And I think sometimes we just need to be reminded that we are allowed to do things for the simple joy and pleasure of doing them. Years, years ago, when I had lived alone in my wonderful studio apartment that I absolutely adored, I spent a lot of time by myself. And there would be times when I would get into these ruts. Because I just, you know, you're alone, you're kind of figuring out life, it's winter, it's dark, you lose your spark of creativity. And I knew I had to do something so that I didn't stay in that kind of dark hole. And so I had took 
little note cards, cut them in half. And on them, I wrote these simple things, creative things that I knew brought me joy, like pulling out watercolors and playing with them, picking a book off the shelf and reading from it, making cupcakes, simple things, you know, that I mostly had everything on hand. There was nothing that I had to go and search for. And I put them all into separate envelopes. And when I was kind of feeling in this dark place where I just had no motivation, I would pick out one of those envelopes, open it up, and whatever was on there, I had to do. Even if I wasn't feeling it, I had to do it. If it said, go for a walk around the apartment complex, and it was freezing, and you're thinking, nope, not doing it, that wasn't an option. I picked that card. I had an obligation now. I had to get out there. And there were times when it really took that pushing, you know, to get myself to do whatever it said on that card. But by the end of it, once I had finished doing that, oh my goodness, it was like an instant mood booster. It changed everything. And it's amazing how these small little things can turn around our day, can help us change the story that we're writing. And it doesn't take outside forces of somebody coming in and doing something for you or you expecting somebody to make something else happen. It all begins with yourself and how you choose to show up for you. And I think that no matter how long I have lived, that has to be a constant reminder for me that I am the one writing the story. I'm the one controlling my own happiness. And that, yes, there are going to be these outside forces and things that I can't control. But then what really matters is when I'm tucked into my tiny little studio apartment and the world is spinning around me, what am I doing with my time? How am I speaking to myself? How am I treating myself? Am I just sitting in a lull or am I really allowing myself to nourish and give myself what I need? Nowadays, I find I am so distracted, so distracted. And I don't know if it's just me. I don't know if it's the time that we are living in and all this technology and social media. But it's almost like I can't just do one thing. I can't just sit and watch a show. At the same time, I'm doing work on my laptop or um, jotting down notes of things I don't want to forget or I'm scrolling on social media. Whatever it is, it's not just focusing in on that one particular thing that I'm doing. And I realize how much I'm missing because I'm not staying focused. I'm not staying honed into that one thing. My mind is just splitting. It's diverging. It's all over the place. And in the end, did I really enjoy the TV show I was watching? Eh, maybe. 
Would I have enjoyed it more, got more out of it if I just sat and watched it? A hundred percent. Like no doubt about it. But it's almost like I've become conditioned to be overstimulated with so many things that it's hard to step back. And I think that is almost plays a huge part in not taking this time to do these little things that I enjoy because if I start to do them, I'm also starting to do something else at the same time. Like if I start to, you know, pull out those magazines and start ripping things out and cutting. Oh, wait, let me put on a podcast so I can listen to that. Or let me put on a movie so that's playing in the background. No, no, no. Like I know for myself, I need to stop that splitting of things and just do one thing at a time. I don't have to do it all at once. I don't need to keep this overstimulation. I need to step back from that and really focus on what that one task is. And gosh, why is it so hard to do that? One of the things I noticed that kind of also is a whole part of this in working from home, there's so many meetings, right, that we go to at work and so many that you're sitting in them and you're thinking, I really don't need to be here. <laughs> Why am I here? This is not beneficial. And when you're in the room with everyone, you kind of have to pay them a little bit more attention, even if it has nothing to do with you, because you're in the room with everyone and you don't want to look like you're totally zoned out. But now that all the meetings that I've been having are, you know, through the computer, it's different. If it's something that really has nothing to do with me, I will tell you I zone out. I'm working on something else in that moment while I'm in that meeting. And it's funny because I can see, you know, on the screen when other people are doing that. So 100% people can see when I'm doing it as well. But there's this difference of being behind this computer screen that you're almost like, yeah, it's, it's okay. Because I'm not really being like disruptive. No one's hearing all my typing. I'm on mute. They can't see that I'm really, you know, totally not engaged. But they can <laughs> see that I'm totally not engaged. But I feel like I need to be productive with that time. I have things I have to get done. I have deadlines I have to hit. Why spend this half hour just listening to something that's not helping me accomplish those deadlines? And rather, let's multitask. Let's sort of kind of listen and get done what I need to get done. And it's not, it's not the way to be, right? To keep kind of spreading ourselves thin and doing all these things at once. What's more impactful is setting those boundaries and saying, all right, this isn't actually something I need to be in. So rather than show up and totally zone out and it's like I'm not there at all, start taking that initiative to say, no, what, I don't need to be here, so I'm not going to show up to this. And that's okay. And it's really recognizing what do we need to be doing? Where do we need to be? And when we are there, can we just be there and nowhere else? Can we give ourselves the time and the space 
for whatever it is we're doing. And maybe that is doing something super productive, right? Something that you have to do. Or maybe it is doing something for the pure joy of it. No kind of outcome except joy. And if we give ourselves that permission, that permission to really sink into it, how will that shift things within us? How will it change your mood if rather than your day being super productive, super, yep, got this done, got this done, one thing to the next, one thing to the next, day's done, my goodness, where did it go? Oh, but I I did X, Y, and Z. All right, I'm okay. But what if instead, integrated into that day, were these pockets of time that you were filling yourself up, that you were doing something just for you? How would you feel at the end of the day? Would it shift? Would you be a little bit happier? I can speak just for me personally. But I know I would definitely, definitely feel happier by taking that time to tend to myself. And for me, it absolutely starts right in the morning with a tiny little routine that is just a little piece of intention. That's just a little something for me to say, you know what, I matter. And before I jump into the craziness of what this day is going to be, I'm going to slow down for a moment. I'm going to take time just for me, and I'm going to possibly write in my journal, pull a card, take a moment to meditate, do something so that I can ground myself, that I can feel happier as I step into whatever day is about to unfold in front of me. And I think it's important for us to recognize that we are so deserving of this time. We're deserving of the joy, the simple, tiny joys. Oh, it's not easy, right? <laughs> we think we're, we're doing it all. And then we realize we're missing doing for ourselves because we're so busy doing for others. But I really want to invite you and encourage you to carve out that time for you, to make that list of those simple pleasures. Get them down on a piece of paper so you can be reminded when you're like, you know what? I need to do something for me, but what, what, what can I do? Oh, look at this list. I have it right here. Oh, take a walk around the block. Got it. Done. Going out doing it. And again, nothing that's too overwhelming or feeling like it's going to pull a lot of your time or a huge commitment or a lot of supplies or people, but something just for you. And remember, you are the only one who is going to do this for you. No one is going to come knocking at your door and say, hey, wait a minute, I see you. All you've been doing is working, going to the grocery store, doing the laundry. You haven't taken five minutes for you. Let's, let's pause and let's do that. That's never going to happen. That's only in the movies, right? In real life, it's not happening. You need to be the one to take that initiative. 
And as you do it, know that you're worthy of it, that you deserve it with every single fiber of your being. And give yourself that space. Give yourself that grace and compassion that you would to a dear friend. And be your own best friend and remind yourself, do this, do this for you. And so you know, I love to give out little writing prompts for you to explore this a little bit deeper, but this one is going to be simple because it's going to be making that list for yourself. Those tiny things of joy, what are they for you? What do they look like? And not the big things like traveling somewhere or getting together with a group of people, but just you, you by yourself. What can you do for you? What feels right and good for you? And put all of those things down. And I know in the beginning of this year, we also talked about having like this self-care basket, this self-care toolkit that you could turn to. And this could be a place where you tuck that list in so that you're reminded, oh, self-care, joy, they all tie together. And I have everything I need right here. I don't need to go anywhere. And one major, major thing is that we need to drop the judgment when we are doing whatever the thing is that we're doing. Drop the judgment that we should be doing something else instead. Because that is going to come up. We're going to think, you know what? I really don't have the time for this. I'm not being productive. I should be really doing something else instead. No. We need to table those thoughts and realize, yeah, okay, that other thing, totally, get it, has to get done. But I can figure out both. I can really work in both, and I can make it happen. And that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to make it happen. I'm going to figure out how to get it done, and also how to have fun. Both equally important, right? Absolutely. So what is on your list? What are these tiny things that you can do for the sake of doing them? Doing them because they make you smile. And I just actually glanced over at my bookshelf here. And on one of my shelves, I have a bunch of kids' books. And it just reminded me, I used to love going to the bookstore or to the library and reading kids' books. A simple joy, right? I'm like, wait a minute, I have all of these right here that I have not opened in so long. I need to pull one out, read it to myself. I don't need to be reading it to a child. I can read it to me and enjoy it just as much. So simple. Right there, within a fingertip's reach, I have them. And yet I haven't touched them in probably since I placed them on that shelf, <laughs> right? So look around because we surround ourselves with those things that bring us joy. What is around you that you might not have even noticed? Is there a stack of magazines that you haven't flipped through that would bring you so much joy to just look through? 
Have you not played music because you've been so busy running from one thing to the next? And maybe it's time to just turn on a playlist and get yourself dancing. What is it? What can you do? And do it for the sake of doing it. No expectations. No hoping that something is going to come of it. Just because you want to do it. Mm. I am so grateful for you. So grateful for you joining me here. For being a part of this community. Your support really inspires and encourages me to keep pushing myself. Keep showing up. Keep growing. And thank you for that. And thank you for all of your kind words and your notes. I read every single one of them and they fill my heart with so much joy. I wish you an absolutely wonderful week ahead. I will be back next Sunday with a brand new episode. And until then, we will talk soon. Mm -hmm.